What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Wrath of Cast, where ferocity meets curiosity for the militant millennial. I'm your host, Cast the Wonder, and today's holiday rant is the topic of the history of the term Black Friday. Historically, the term Black Friday has been used in three separate capacities. The term was first used on September 24, 1869, when two white male investors by the names of Jay Gould and Jim Fisk artificially drove up the price of gold in a stock fraud scheme that can be equated to insider trading in today's market, which is highly illegal and incredibly unethical. When these two geniuses drove up the price of gold to more than it was actually worth, they caused the American market to crash 20% in one day, and all of the foreign trade into the American market halted. This crash affected everybody in every industry in every sector. Farmers suffered a 50% drop in the price of wheat and corn harvest value. Estimates say Jay Gould profited as much as $12 million in 1869, which roughly translates to $207,335,945 in today's currency after calculating for inflation. The second instance in which the term Black Friday has been used was in Philadelphia in the 1960s, as the police department commonly referred to the day between Thanksgiving and the Army-Navy game as such due to the immense influx of shopping and tourist crowds that they would have to deal with flocking to the city on that Friday. The cops would have to work long shifts to deal with the traffic and people overflows. Boo-hoo-hoo to the boys in blue. And finally, the contemporary capacity that we know and love and or hate today. By the late 1980s, the term Black Friday was nationwide phenomenon with the more positive red loss to black profitability backstory. In more contemporary terms, the Friday after Thanksgiving is commonly referred to as Black Friday. This moniker was coined in the 1960s to kick off the holiday shopping season. The black in Black Friday is used to indicate profitability because back in this time frame, accounting reports were often handwritten, red ink indicating a loss, black ink indicating a profit. This capitalism-driven holiday was decided on strictly by retailers trying to expand the holiday shopping season, thus extending their profit margins before the end of another fiscal and calendar year. Many retailers didn't start putting up holiday displays until after Thanksgiving was over, promoting their target audience to spend as much as they could immediately following Turkey Day. Store-sponsored Thanksgiving Day parades were used as a great marketing ploy to get the message across, like the Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade. This parade would often have Santa Claus in the back of the parade to leave the image of the holidays engraved in the mind of its viewers to get them in the holiday spirit to start burning through some more cash. The only reason that Black Friday is what it is today is because we keep buying into it. Stores aren't going to push marketing budgets if they're isn't a return on their investment. We, the consumers, dictate how this cycle works, not the other way around. It's about time a specific consumer demographic took this to heart and made some real changes in the domestic economy. Back in the day when FDR was president, Thanksgiving was actually the last Thursday of November. However, in 1939, he decided to change the holiday to the third week in November to extend the holiday shopping season in hopes of boosting the economy. Many people were stuck in their ways, so FDR officially signed a bill to put Thanksgiving on the fourth Thursday of the month. Back to its original position. This should tell you that everything the government tells you is subjective and is meant to benefit them first and foremost, with us as their depletable resources. Nearly 135 million people participate in Black Friday sales in some capacity. According to the Nielsen study titled Resilient, Receptive, and Relevant, the black buying power continues to increase, rising from its current $1 trillion level to a forecasted $1.3 trillion by 2017. That's trillion with a T. $1 trillion 
trillion dollars is 1,000 billion and 1 million million. Just to put it into perspective, to further drive home the point, Apple is holistically worth approximately $500 billion. The purchasing power of the black demographic is worth twice as much as Apple is valued as an entire company. Black buying power has seen an 86% increase since 2000 and accounts for 8.7% of the nation's total. The growth in black buying power stems in part from an increase in the number of black owned businesses, as well as from an uptick in education among the African American population, which leads to higher incomes. Black women are the highest educated demographic in America. Despite historically high unemployment rates, blacks have shown resiliency in their ability to persevere as consumers. African Americans will continue to be significant consumers and heavy influencers of goods and service purchased in the United States. Some additional interesting facts from the study that should be considered when understanding the black community's ability to tap into the buying power are as follows. No group watches more television than black people who lean heavily toward programming that includes diverse characters and cast. Black women watch more television than their male counterparts. Of the $75 billion that are spent on television, magazine, internet, and radio advertising combined, only $2.24 billion of it was spent with media focused on black audiences. Black businesses, agencies, and media continue to wrestle with this disparity as it is not reflective of the overall high consumption patterns and behavioral trends of the black consumer. Other demographic segments have identified blacks as a driving force for popular culture, with 73% of whites and 67% of Hispanics who believe blacks influence mainstream American culture. The black population grew 64% faster than the rest of the country since 2010, amassing a total of 43 million people. This includes individuals who are black and another race. The reverse migration continues as younger, college-educated black professionals professionals come back to the southern half of the country. We're talking Atlanta, Memphis, Montgomery, Birmingham, Florida, Charlotte, Texas. However, not surprisingly, the largest portion of non-edible goods spending in the black community went towards ethnic hair and beauty aids. This is a competitive industry, but an industry that also still holds opportunity due to the large amount of consumption. With these statistics being laid out in the context of the current economy and the current state of black people, I urge you all to keep your dollars in our community or to yourselves. If you can't find somebody who looks like you and treats you right to benefit from your purchasing power, money is power. Don't let anybody tell you otherwise. Hell, I prefer if we burned our money before we keep giving it to a system that constantly mistreats us while simultaneously complaining about it and mistreating us. Either we fend for ourselves or we take what is ours from those who took it from us. It's that simple. With that being said, happy holidays, stay safe, stay black, and enjoy your times with family and friends. This has been Cast the Wonder, and I'll catch y'all next time. You always try to be so right. I got a lot to be mad about.